All right. Um, so I, I just want to highlight that this moment is really crucial because we will probably see a lot of foreclosures and evictions um, after this COVID-19 pandemic. And so in a 2008 crisis, we saw a huge transfer of land um, to real estate investment trusts and shell companies. We saw a high foreclosure rate, especially for people of color. We've seen soaring rents since then, um, absentee landlords, poor management practices, and a widening of the racial wealth gap. So we don't want to see a repeat of that or a worsening of that this time around. Um, and at AHA, we really believe housing is a human right and it's the basis of stability for meeting other needs. So there's going to be um, a temptation as the, the budget is terrible and everything's hard in the city of Madison to attract any kind of economic development during and after this crisis. And we're just um, imploring you to consider the impact on our communities of color, our low income and underemployed. And we have some specific recommendations for that. Um, and as movements are urging you to rearrange budgets away from police and towards community invest investment, um, this could include affordable housing as well. Next slide. All right, so we have a long list, and I am just going to have to rush through them a little bit. Um, we separated them into categories um, for items that may, may not need budget money and items that may need budget money. Um, so this first list is stuff that may not cost extra money. Um, so our first item here is to encourage the development of single-room occupancy dwellings and pay-to-stay short-term housing, because these are often good options for people coming out of unstable housing. Uh, it's kind of like small efficiencies in shared, with shared common space. And a lot of this housing stock um, used to exist in Madison and doesn't so much anymore. Um, we also like to not require an eviction notice in order to get rental assistance funds because this encourages more eviction notices to be sent and more eviction. Um, number three, not allowing Section 8 vouchers and 30% AMI units. This is um, a kind of way that um, it, by allowing Section 8, which can be used for fair, uh, any kind of market value unit, um, if, if we're allowing them in units that are already affordable, we're kind of double dipping in the subsidy. Um, so that would just open up a little more affordable housing. I'm going to touch more so on these bolded items in a minute, so I'm going to stick with them for, for the moment. And go to number six, which is um, we came up with a few small zoning changes um, that could be easy to implement and could be impactful.